Well, welcome back to Two Queens and, and Two, two Whats. What? <laughs> God, rebranding. Yeah. So we're here with uh, Mike and me, the two queens. And of course, Megan uh, is a long-term what? Long, yeah. And now she's got a, a what roommate named Matthew. <laughs> Here I am. Here he is, yeah. And he has trouble with silence, we were just discussing. Well, he was actually, for those who are long-time listener, um, <laughs> singular Matt listener. was on the show a, a few months ago. Yeah where he decided to move to New York. And now this is the part two of that podcast because Maddie moved to New York. Yes, now, yeah, now he's Maddie in New York. Mm -hmm. Here I am. It's kind of uh -huh. like, it's almost the exact same thing as Emily in Paris. <laughs> I, I think it's exactly like that. I hope uh, that we get well, um, wine and is. dined by the Golden Globes. <laughs> well, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> That made me laugh. I don't care who's wine and dining me as long as I'm being wine and dining. <laughs> as long as there's globes. Oh, involved. wow. <laughs> well, um, uh, we uh, we were off last week because I was on a uh, journey out west. Yeah, did you like, uh, did you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was in one of those famous bargain one week rehabs. <laughs> but I'm sorry, Mike, I just can't quit you. <laughs> were you uh, were you yelling the whole time? There, it sounds like there's a little lot of voice there. I picked up a bit of a sore throat out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. lots of screaming. I don't know if it, no, I don't know if it was just the dryness yeah. or or <laughs> the um, cattle I blew. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so um, uh, this was the longest Mike and I have been apart. Yeah, I can't. I can't believe that. Just a week. A week. Wow. You know, never had to travel for business longer than a week, huh? No. Yeah. I never have to travel you, for business. Why would you travel for business? You know, if I were going to Asia, maybe. Yeah, but, I remember. I well, I remember my dad. Yeah, and if he's going to Asia for business, we're fine. Oh, your dad fine. took longer than a week work trip. <laughs> uh, you know what? I think that was called a separation, and they no. told you he was it working. Wasn't. No, I think he was like legitimately doing going on like a you know some sort of like to where for what? Uh, once was Boise. Okay, why is that a longer than a week? Trip? I don't know, but it was. And once was too. Well, once again, Atlanta. I'm going to say I don't know, but it was. <laughs> I think the Atlanta one was legit because he like hung out with Marianne a lot. So I don't think he would be doing that if. Uh, <laughs> Do we know he hung out with Marianne? Because I will I have mean, to say, I think so. I have. There's a friend of the pod whose uh, brother used to take all kinds of camping trips with her. That uh, when he got a divorce. She found out that she supposedly took camping trips with him. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess this is something I'll have to raise. Uh, Are you learning about your childhood? No, I'm pretty, I don't think. I'm Maybe your parents have an open marriage. I guess yeah. that's oh true. God, I can't do. believe I said that. I didn't mean it, Janice. I didn't mean it. <laughs> what, what do you mean? It's like, Janice is perfect for me. She is the right to have an open marriage if she would like. And I mean, you know, the man will be knocking down our door. That's right. You know, <laughs> why limit yourself to one lover when you're Janice? So True. you should spread that <laughs> perfection around. <laughs> All right. <laughs> feeling a little Moving bit. Moving on. Feeling I'm a little getting bit a little on getting a little I'm taking off my sweater. Sexuality. Yeah, actually, I am. Like all good Irish Catholics, and really, probably, hopefully, all good daughters. 
Mm. We're not really? a Kardashian. It's a really? Kardashian. Yeah, daughter. Just say it like that. Yeah, just say, say it like that. that. Megan is taking her sweater off, which is very attractive, <laughs> but I guess it's too warm in our apartment <sighs> with all the windows open. Ugh. Okay. Okay. It's or maybe with quite... just all that talk about Jen. That's that's what we discussed. That, exactly. Lie. That's what we discovered. <laughs> it flushes me out a little. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Okay, and we aren't drinking anything interesting. Well, what's my drink? What are, what are it's ice, not mint tea. It's iced coffee. Ooh, iced wow. coffee. Does it have any mint in it? No, it has chocolate. In soda. honor of me, Ooh. he's not drinking mint for the first time on the pod. <laughs> oh, I will be, though. Oh, right. Cause oh, that's nice. Not yeah. too sweet at all. No. Um, yeah, well, Maddie, you are well, you I'm are the French press. And I you're all set for living in press. New York City because you already have weird food issues so i just have the one issue I'm, i have an allergy to, to the a mint lot tablet, of things which yeah. would be basil and mint and yeah it's you really know, lavender yeah, lavender um jessica jessica <laughs> jessica mint is jessica it. mint <laughs> my phone is mint mobile but it seems to not give me any kind of allergies. is that mint, mint mobile what the hell is that Ooh, i don't know ryan reynolds told me it was good so oh it's that guy oh. the one up in canada Oh, I don't know about Canada. It's a Canadian company. Oh. Okay. Oh, right okay. It's wicked cheap and it works. Mm-hmm. So, well, well, I like or, it. Yeah. Okay. All right. We need to go and uh, give um, Anchor FM. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, it's time to for a word from our sponsor. Yes. Yeah, so we, we will be right penny. back. Yeah. <laughs> we need to earn penny. <laughs> I did as just, well. Yeah, okay. Okay. We're back. And Megan just mentioned that this is Sunday and Mike didn't go to mass. Well, I have news for you. <laughs> this podcast is the Sunday ritual Mike would like to get out of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I haven't been to Mass because the Burns family hasn't visited in a while. <laughs> yeah. I only go to Mass there. with the Burns. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it's part. It's a nice time to be with them and not have to listen to them. And everybody dresses fancy. No, 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 we don't. no not a thing. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, that's not a Catholic church if people are dressed fancy. Well, John sings. I do what? You sing? Oh, I sing. Yes, I do sing in church. That's what I remember at Mass. Because mm-hmm. I'm loud and I'm proudly a gay singing Catholic. <laughs> I love this deep voice I have. Yeah, it is really deep. It's better for the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, Maddie, you've been here for a week and a half. Yes. What have you been doing? Well, I went to Manhattan, and like a New Yorker, <laughs> I handed out flyers. For what? For what? <laughs> At New York Film Festival, we were oh. leafleting. Yeah. Oh, he's gone with you on yeah. your... Oh, well, that's yeah. fun. Yeah. Was that fun? It was quite fun. And where was I was New crushing York it. Film Festival? Where is that? Uh, Lincoln Center. Is that Lincoln Center? Yeah. I was offered twenty dollars for the flyer. <laughs> they didn't hear what I was saying. They didn't care. They just offered me twenty. They bucks. just heard support the workers, and they were like, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> There's a New Yorker. There's yeah. a liberal New Yorker. Yeah. <laughs> if I give you a twenty, will you walk away? <laughs> right. Um, so that was quite fun. Um, and other than that, I've been walking around my neighborhood and eating everything in sight. What is your favorite thing you have eaten? Yeah. Uh, but let's Actually, start with top five. where you live. I live in Astoria now. With Megan. With Megan, my cousin Megan. What number one? And yeah. her two cats. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. <laughs> and what have you been eating? 
yeah. around the world. I've been trying to get a little bit of everything. Um, so far, my favorites were Malala. Szechuan. Oh, I, th- I thought it was the, uh, uh, the Nobel Prize. Yeah. 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 Afghan yeah. girl. <laughs> and I'm like, I didn't wow. know you could eat Malala in How does it feel to eat a Nobel Prize? <laughs> I guess they were a little gay. Was it Ed? Was it good for <laughs> Oh, I, all I can say is delicious. Yeah, <laughs> really, all you And so, what did you get there that was so delicious? Um, I ordered fried their, rice. I know I ordered their uh, special malatang, um, which is, or I, I might be saying that wrong, but that's how it's spelled. Um, and it was a, a hot pot, uh, okay. spicy soup, and I had them make it as spicy as possible, and Ooh, they did not. Yeah want to give it to me as spicy as possible it was a bit of a battle but i convinced yeah, them you're white mm-hmm. yeah i convinced them and i brought back my empty bowl and my full rice to prove to them that i oh. i can handle it uh-huh it was quite funny i got thumbs up from the chef and thumbs up from the lady that was working the counter everybody was really impressed with my ability to eat the spiciest stuff mm-hmm. great and what else did you eat i could not enjoy i Really love Seva also. Mm, Indian. Oh, right. Good Indian. Oh, yeah. Um, you, you guys got to come. Yeah, yeah. Those yeah. were the other two choices. We yeah. Had oh, yeah. For our first uh-huh. dinner where you yep. pick pizza. Like a, yeah. Those were the like other two choices. 12-year-old. <laughs> but pizza was, that pizza was Pe- very the good. The pizza yes. was Milk very flour. good. Milk yeah. flour was one of my other favorites, actually. Yeah. yeah delicious. Um, and what did you order at Seva? Um, the lamb bindaloo. Mm, and I choice. asked them to make it as spicy as possible. Mm-hmm. Did they? And they did. Both of these two places accommodated my spicy yes. desire. Mm-hmm. Um, other places I've tried so far don't know how to make spicy. I've had a couple different versions of hot wings and another Indian food. None of them were spicy. Duzan. Duzan is a real Duzan's a Duzan real staple in the was, neighborhood. I didn't order anything spicy there, but it was yeah. absolutely fabulous. And what, what was the dish that you ordered? There I got a kafta kebab and falafel. Oh, okay. yeah, that's not spicy anyway. No, um, no I, I wasn't necessarily going for spicy for that. It was lunchtime, and I just wanted whatever their standard kind of thing was, and it was absolutely fabulous. It was so good. And so you've eaten, and you went to Manhattan. Uh, what? How else are you spending your days? You've been here ten days or so? ten days. I'm ten also. Days. I've also been in the middle of midterms. Um, oh, so I'm taking right. classes online. I'm taking three classes online, so I, I have put <clears throat> quite a lot of time into my midterms. Oh, okay. And my school in general. Um, Which would like you two uh, being at home during the day and working and schooling. Well, I was off last week, so we'll really see next week. Yeah. You were off last week, so mm-hmm. you're like, Maddie, don't be studying. Let's go eat some more foods of the world. No. No. <laughs> like, I'm going to go play basketball. What? I'm going to go running. I'm going to go play tennis. I did get a lot of jogs in. Good. And yeah. what did you do with your free week, Megan? Um, let's see. I, I worked on my resume. Weather. Yeah, it was really great resume. I got to share it with you. I think it's ready to be shared. I can verify she actually did this time. Yeah. Okay. Work on her resume. Um, went on some jogs. Uh, uh, went to the theater with Mike, um, had dinner with some friends last night. Uh, I did have to work a little bit, which is why I'm working on my resume. Right. Um, yeah. And I, yeah, I, I kind of just, uh, we like did, got some TV watching in just, we did. yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's a world of TV. It was, it was a true staycation. Nice. Yeah. And of course, I was on a well, a sort of a true vacation, mm-hmm. visiting friends. Sort of about it. Well, 
you know, I, I wasn't doing touristy things. I was really just visiting people that I know and love. Yeah, I don't that's think what I... you fucking do. <laughs> no, it's usually true. you just drag me along to fall asleep in it's the car. Absolutely <laughs> true. You know, uh, I over my life, all my vacations have been home to see. You know, uh, there's very few actual vacations I've to like a new place or whatever. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I want to go away for my 60th then. I... I know. Well, we've got to figure that out. Yeah. So, um, Megan, Thinking earlier you said you definitely. had some burning questions. About his vacation. About my vacation. I did? Yeah, you actually said, and it was one of the things we said, well, let's not oh. talk. Um, well, I guess well, I just wanted to know how it was. Uh, I, I guess, yeah, I guess, I guess, yeah, I think it was just general, like, how was it? But oh, save it okay. for the pod. <laughs> <laughs> so who'd you visit? Who'd you see? Who'd you chat with? Well, I visited my mom a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, I was... I flew into Amarillo where she lives. So I saw her at the beginning and the end of my trip. Um, I saw, of course, I went to the ranch and mm-hmm. I saw oh, good. Yeah. my brother and my sister-in-law. Mm-hmm. I did, uh, as Mike uh, points out, I like to do a widow tour. So I went to see a couple of the widows. Uh, I toured. That was the last time I was up there. We did like six of them. Yeah. Uh, one of the widows met me at the cemetery, and we toured the cemetery. Okay. And she had some pretty delightful stories about people. Uh-huh. Uh huh. One involving a, 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 a second wife insisting that she be married on top of the first wife in the same grave. Oh, buried? Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then after she had been buried so several years. In the same casket? Like, no. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> she wanted to like, open the casket and no. put her in there. <laughs> and so, she should have saved money. Then years later, uh, her family moved to somewhere else and came back and had her dug up and they took her headstone and uh, Moved. Took her and buried, reburied her. Which near one is where this? The lived. first wife or the second wife? Just the first wife. Who's... So they had to. Why? So they had to dig it up. They had to move the second wife mm-hmm. and get the oh, first wife. And did they actually put the second wife in right side up, or did they put her? I upside don't down? know. I did ask. I said because Gary Gerard digs the graves. Years ago, my brother was the person who did oh, the graves. Oh, no yeah. Really? yeah, actually, there was a time where he was taking his kids on like a fabulous vacation. In my mind, it's Disneyland, but I don't think it's Disneyland. Uh-huh. Maybe it was camping or somewhere. And they were so looking forward to it. And uh, just before they were about to go on vacation, uh, a son of a of a, one of their friends died in a vat of blood in a meatpacking plant. Oh my God. Yeah. So he had to stay behind. As it happened. Yeah. As happens in the, in the West. Yeah. So he had to delay his vacation. How did he drown in a vat of blood? Well, that's an interesting story, Mike. Oh, Uh, he worked at a meatpacking plant where of course, you you know, the blood goes somewhere. It goes into a big vat. Yeah. One of the coworkers fell in. And he went to be the hero. Two others dove in to save him and they all died oh the, oh my god yeah what now why is it hard to like i think it's because i think blood? number one blood is very thick yeah also the aroma is i think very overwhelming. oh god and so you just like get overwhelmed you just get and i think yeah. it gets in in your clothes and it's heavier and it drags oh, you down it's yay. just the whole ick factor you're like ah. yeah 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 yeah, yikes. So that's this Man, week's icky death story from my hometown. I have another question about the grave digging. Yes. Uh, so we had to cancel you, the trip? 
or postponed? Your brother, my brother. Yeah, they oh, were very sucks. disappointed. Oh, yeah, because yeah. you know, could have just put them on ice. Had to my dad it. got put on ice for like oh yeah three months. Yeah, oh, wow. some people do. that yeah. happened a lot during COVID too. Yeah, yeah. Well, they were living in New Hampshire and he died in the middle of winter, so they couldn't. They couldn't. Oh, they, they couldn't dig. Oh wow, yeah, yeah. Uh, so okay, do, do you think for this one where she wanted to be buried on top, would they have to dig twelve feet under? Or, no. Okay, just no. curious. Actually, I don't. I think they just dug down a ways and put her right on top of yeah. the other casket. Yeah. And you do. I was like, who pulls it up? I'm like, do they bring a, a funeral home? But yeah, the funeral home workers come oh. to actually deal with the remains. Because I was like, poor Gary Gerard, who helped them pull that <laughs> casket out? It probably doesn't weigh much by that point. I guess it depends well, on the, the casket. casket yeah, yeah, right, right. Weighs. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, we we had a uh, Ivy Ward and I had a wonderful afternoon walking amongst the headstones. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And it's funny, you know, uh, like in my show, I I did that. Uh, I tell that story about Frank Fort who disco grave disco grave. oh uh -huh, yeah. uh -huh. and we get to the forts and ivy says oh i just get so mad when i get over here because and she's referring to an earlier incident where there was a lot of family drama in mm. the forts mm -hmm. where jan left her husband for his younger brother jan oh right okay okay so <clears throat> yeah. anyway uh, yeah, it's a lot of fucking drama in this little town. There Seriously. is a lot of drama. What else in this are you gonna town. do? Right. Just yeah. put pennies on the railway track and wait for them to get and smashed. I was lucky enough. To <laughs> it was always fun. I know it was actually. Like, <laughs> you probably can only do it for that long. You do it after you're like, bored of it. Yeah. Second time. Yeah. Then you try a quarter and you're like, oh, now I can't see it. <laughs> so um, yeah. Uh, also, then I went to Albuquerque and saw some friends. I saw a longtime listener. Bet Castoria, who uh, has uh, been having a rough year, you know, she's oh, had, had, mm -hmm. the, had a uh, brain tumor operated on, and and anyway, I'm really glad I got to see her. So, hello, Bet. Hi, Bet. Hello, Continued healing to you, uh, sending you our love. So, um, yeah, cool. that's what I did. Nice. Did you eat at Sadie's? No, did not eat at Sadie's. Actually, I. We had Mexican food a couple of places, and I was a little disappointed mm. in the places we went. That's, that's we okay. went, went to Mon uh, Frontier. We did go to the Frontier, where I had um, eggs and their Western hash browns. If you mm. ever go to the Frontier mm. restaurant, Western hash it's uh, hash browns with uh, chili, green chili, and cheese. Oh, my God. Uh, green chili and green. stuff in, in everything. <laughs> <laughs> How odd. <laughs> yeah. So uh, uh, we are going to take a little break to watch our movie and we will be back uh anything else anyone wanted to talk about before uh before we oh because mike said he's turning 60 soon um i'm gonna throw maddie under the bus to explain his theory uh, because i'm curious what you two think on uh, the pod you're gonna throw me yeah, under the bus yeah do we have time i don't know um, is it gonna take more than 15 minutes no i don't think so but I maddie here depends on how heated you guys yeah, that's true yeah. Okay. What's yeah. your theory, Maddie? Go for it. Um, I suppose I think that at a certain age, which he threw out today, I sixty. Threw, I threw out sixty, but at that age is debatable. I think that people should have their driver's licenses and their voting rights revoked. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> at sixty. Right. So like first, I said, that okay. the age is Maddie. I, you do realize that only gives you what. 
How many years? I am fully left? aware. Twenty-three right. years. Yeah. I'm All right. Fully so aware. first off, um, there are a number of people um, over the age of sixty who um, are fine drivers and also need to drive. They need to get to their work. They need to get to the store. They need to do all of these things. And so unless you're going to come up with a program this sounds like to a do it for them. special permit type of situation no. that requires regular no. testing. Um, now, the other thing is, while I don't necessarily disagree with you about the voting, all right, um, people still are, you know, citizens of this country and they have right. the right to vote, especially well, yeah. since most people your age don't, don't fucking vote. vote, so go fuck the hell. Okay, right, okay. Yeah. First of all, actually, I yeah, voted every time since I, I said most 18. people. Well, okay. you're, you're an exception. Just like people over sixty, there are exceptions. Right, right, and um, yeah, sixty's really young. Okay, like I said, the age is debatable. I'm, I'm the age I'm, is debatable. I'm very open and on yet you changing this age, age, which is be, while you could still hold a job <laughs> right. and. You know, yeah, people are still working. The they're not pulling very off their social Okay, so what's the, what's the number then? 65, 70? I think it's 67 these days. 67? Yeah. Before you I'm can okay with that social. number. Right. Um, well, but that's like, no, you can, you can draw. Your or, I mean, like, I guess like, full, uh, yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, but yeah. the thing is, I mean, there are some people in their 70s that still have to work. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, probably way more than not. Right. And work at a very high level. That, or at a very low level. The Maybe you're that, a, a Walmart greeter, but yeah. they right. still need to have that no. job to well, pay for food. Well, my point is that in your 70s, you can work as robustly as you did in a okay, There so, are some people who are robust. Okay, so the, at that maybe age. I can have a little bit of a chance to explain a little bit. Uh, now, to, yeah, first let's talk about <laughs> now we can. What, what is your issue with let's get him his ticket back home. driving? Okay. Humboldt County. Also, I want to know okay, what I'll makes answer. you such a wonderful driver? Okay, I'll answer. First of all, I am a wonderful driver. Of course. And, uh, but, which but means what? I, I've never had, had an accident of any sort. I'd follow the rules. I had an accident, things. but that was a drunk driver hitting me. Okay, but 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 here, here to go along with that, I don't want to be driving either. I don't think I should be driving. I think all cars should be well, automated computer cars. Okay, there we I, go into your dream utopia. Okay, but <laughs> so I don't think anybody should be driving, but especially not older people that seem to have more problems on the road what kind of problems do they have um oh we're talking about that let's having let's, trouble let's seeing and driving slow <laughs> oh driving slow Does yeah it no joke. it just is dangerous <laughs> it's just a, a, uh, a dangerous thing i think you're probably right but i think the age is way too young okay like, yeah. that's that's yeah. fair for, for the driving and, and also as i said like and there are there should just be more strenuous testing at least. Like, I let's really, get some eyes checked. I remember. Regularly. I remember my mother got her her driver's license, and we were like, "What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What the fuck? We were <laughs> we were counting on the state to take it away from her." And then, by the way, state of New Hampshire, mother then just uh, you know shortly thereafter got into a three car accident on the caused. highway that she caused. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then they took it away from her. It's like, well, well, you could have taken it away three months earlier. I have similar stories about my dad. Uh, my dad was old and we were like, God, you do not need to be driving. Yeah. And my sister-in-law actually arranged for the, the uh, people who worked at the local DMV uh-huh. to deny his license uh-huh. the next time he came in uh-huh. to renew it. Yeah. 
uh, unbeknownst to him. However, uh, I was home and I was driving them to uh, Albuquerque for, you know, a visit and, and whatever. And we went through the county seat and out of the blue, my dad says, hey, let's no. go to the DMV and I'll renew my driver's license. So, and did you know that? Really did you well. know that that was in the works? Like, no. Well, I had yeah. known that she had arranged. Right, right, right. This, so you were like, I'm like, I can't get out of this. So I, yeah. and he had good eyesight. Yeah. I will also tell you that when I was, you know, in the 70s, I used to drive my grandfather around. Yeah. And he had to renew his driver's license. And, you know, you have to look through the thing and, and say uh, what you see. Yeah. And he said, I don't see anything. <laughs> <laughs> to which the person who worked there said, uh, "Does isn't it red? I don't see red. <laughs> Uh, does it look like a stop sign? Yeah, she's like, and he finally clued in and goes, yeah. Oh, I see a stop, a sign. stop sign. And she's like, here's your license. Here's exactly. Your license. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. so I agree that there should be more uh, strenuous testing, strenuous testing yeah. for people after the age of, say, let's say 65. <laughs> okay, like I said, the, the age is well, totally open. And for to be honestly, there honest, there is because after a certain age, you have to renew every year. Right. Yeah. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I think that this every year should probably be even more frequent because yeah. deterioration happens well, rapidly. It, often. It, it, all right, that's true. And it but should be more, be more frequent. All right. Here's the thing: if say the eyesight rapidly decreases, the doctor is supposed to inform the state. It's not just an eyesight um, issue, though. Well, or dementia or something like that. Um, so, you know, the, there are things set up for that to happen. And in, in what it is, is people need to, the state needs to be better, but we need to pay our workers more. We need to get more workers in there, which means we need to raise taxes and all of that so, stuff. And if you don't want the people over 60 to vote, then we don't, we're not going to pay fucking taxes. And you are going to have to yeah. show, uh, shoulder oh, all true. of that If you burden. don't vote, you probably don't pay taxes. Why should we? Yeah, That's not point. actually the way it works. But well, like, oh, No, but why should, if, we, if we're going to take no, our vote, well, if Maddie's going to be president and take is, our vote away. Well, I mean, if you're not going to pay taxes, you probably should get Social Security either. We've already paid into social. Yeah, they've already done that. That's our fucking money. Yeah. That's how social. That's that's, that's we paid it's into done. that. It's already yeah. done. Yeah. So, yeah. but I'm paying into it too, and it's not going to be available when I'm that age. Well, that's what the you don't know. Yeah, actually, I think it's like at its high. It's like at its highest it's been in a long time yeah. right now. Yeah, they've yeah. been saying that for yeah. years. Yeah. So I'm actually okay with with retired people not paying taxes as long as they don't vote. I'm, 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 I'm pretty much <laughs> okay with that. Well, like the last fucking election here in Queens, <laughs> yeah. every single person I voted for lost. Every and it was ranked really? choice voting, and it every I mean I totally lost. <laughs> and I'm not sure there is like a, isn't there a threshold when when you are older, or is it just the same tax laws as everybody because your Social, social Security is not taxed. It depends on what state unless, on what well, state you live in, right? And unless you go over, well, yeah, right. That's why people move to Florida because they don't tax oh, Social Security and they don't tax income, right? So actually, you know, yeah. it's Texas is another state where there is no state income tax. Well, and which is one of the reasons why we might move. <laughs> and the rich people that are not worried about their Social Security, they have extra money. They don't pay taxes anyway. 
Yeah, they well, do. Well, to, to well, oh, come on, now you're going to now, like the one percent. The one percent, but that's totally. You know, there's a lot of area between. They also pay tax. They just don't pay enough tax. Yeah, there's also you know the ninety nine percent that you know. Well, I still think they shouldn't be voting. <laughs> I think most of well, them would say you shouldn't be voting. <laughs> no, but no, I'm voting to create a world that I'm going to be living in. Though. Um, well, they're voting for a world they are living in. <sighs> We're all. Yeah. We are all creating our own world. So, but I, okay, I specifically specifically look at boomers who have had generations upon generations to ruin the world, and we're still letting them do so. I, I just would yeah, like to put a stop to this. I can tell you right generation. now, well, the millennials okay. are not going to do decades better. upon decades is what I should say. Just said. not going to do better. Yeah, just, yeah. You know, everyone thinks they're going to do better. You're not going to do better. Right. I don't. Not in a capitalist capitalist society. No. Definitely not. Well. Yeah. Or what you know in right. a communist society or no, but some I mean it, it, it's kind it's yeah. kind of like the, the old Winston Churchill quote. You know, if you're under thirty and you don't vote Democrat, you don't have a heart. If you're over thirty and you do vote Democrat, you don't have a brain. <laughs> and I, that's a paraphrase. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, they probably Churchill. don't have Democrats in England. But yeah. <laughs> Right. I, I liberal and conservative. Right, 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 right. Yeah. But yeah. that's no thing now. Granted, I'm sorry, but uh, I guess Winston Churchill would think I'm don't have a brainless because I won't vote <laughs> conservative. But, yeah. Um, and and really, you know, your whole drive to disenfranchise voters seems to make me think you might be a Republican. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh -huh. Wow. But think about that. A lot of those older people are voting. Okay, well, too. how about they can keep their vote and children can get some votes? Children? Do you really want people under get 18 voting, to vote? You get voting rights yeah. at 18. Yeah, I think voting Let's have a 12-year-old vote. Okay. okay, there's an age. I there's want a Miley Cyrus as president. <laughs> I mean, there's there's a are, it's called 18. Yeah. And it's okay, so there should enough. be a cutoff on the other side, is what I'm saying. When I was a kid... There is. It's called death. death. <laughs> For a long time, it was 21. Yeah. Yeah, that's. And then in the 70s, they lowered it to 18. So I don't know that we need 16 year olds. I would have been a very responsible voter at age 16. Oh, we can't all be just about I was. You know, I we got to talk about the whole generation. Okay, and let's talk about the whole older generation as well. Well, no. there should be a cutoff on both sides then. That's you what I'm saying. You can't say the whole generation and then just have you and your perfect life. No, I'm fully willing to give up my vote when I get to whatever our ages we agree upon. We'll see. We'll see. I um, think it's a bad idea. Yeah. I'm team. To what? I'm team vote till you die. Yeah. 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 So uh, on that. Don't die, but keep yeah, voting. But keep voting. Definitely and, vote. If, um, if you're allowed to vote, you should vote. Yeah. And uh, we will be back. Okay. We are back, and uh, we are enjoying a little creation that Mike cooked up. What is this, Mike? These are butterscotch blondies. Butterscotch blondies. Where did you find a recipe? In the Times. In the Times. Okay. And they suggested white chocolate chips. Which I tried last week as an add-in, and it, it didn't work. So I added butterscotch chips because it's butterscotch. Oh, and then I added the pecans on top. Pecans were a nice touch. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's very lovely. Yeah, I can't imagine it without them. Well, just stop and think. Why would you? 
Why would you do that? Well, I'm thinking would... next time, rather than the butterscotch chips, mm -hmm. Hershey's makes this um, toffee, chocolate covered toffee chip. Ooh. And wow. I think those might go very well. Yes. Yes, I would go there. I could also go for just chocolate chips. But uh, yeah, no, I'm quite enjoying delicious. it as it is. Yeah, it is really good, just like this. And it's fun to make because I, you brown the butter. Mm. Mm. And browning brother is just kind of a challenge, and it's enjoyable. Mm -hmm. It is a bit of a challenge mm -hmm. to brown, brown the butter to make the butterscotch. Yeah. And we just finished watching *The Lady Vanishes* from 1938. It's a Hitchcock. Uh, it is a thriller mystery. With a good now, dose of humor. Now, Matt says that certain people here were sleeping. Yeah, I took a nap. Yeah, <laughs> the lady vanished, and so did the ability for me to keep my eyes open. <laughs> yeah, this is my, that's the danger of me seeing a movie in the afternoon. It happened when we used to go to the movies, you know. Well, it used to happen to me whenever we saw a black movie. Oh. I don't know why. Wow. Wow. <laughs> And a lot of them were Kevin Hart movies. Like there was a Kevin Hart ride along or something like that. Right. Now, Kevin Hart screams on dire movies, but somehow I would fall fast asleep <laughs> That's whenever. Really strange. That is really twisted uh -huh. that you fall asleep to the screams of black men. <laughs> just that one. Oh, just, okay. Well, that's a little better. Yeah. I mean, if he was cuter, I might watch. Mm. Yeah, I'm not sure Kevin Hart's like a, no. a heartthrob. Yeah. No. Um, it, but he's not not a heartthrob, is he? Yeah, I mean, he's, he's fine. I mean, um, Kevin Hart. humor goes a long way. Who is, what is Denzel Washington's son's name? Oh, uh, Michael. John Washington. John Michael Washington's. Yeah, something like he's that. He's hot. Yeah. He's hot. Yeah. yeah. Michael T. Jordan. He's hot. Michael, Michael uh, so is Michael B. Jordan. B. Jordan. B. Jordan. Yeah. He's, he's super hot. Yeah. I also like Jonathan Majors. He's Who's that? In, he was in Lovecraft County, Country. Mm. Country. Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. I think he's hot. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So I wouldn't fall asleep with that. Well, right. I would after <laughs> fucking him. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh <-huh>. Okay. <laughs> anyway, The Lady Vanishes, I thought was a delightful little it movie. It was delightful, yes. I agree. I really enjoyed it. It starts, are we in Switzerland? In the oh, we don't no, know. It's, 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 no, it's a fake country. Oh, it was? It's a, it's a made you up country. country? Oh, yeah, like okay. Bonjour or something. So, yeah, something like that. Yeah, I think they, I was reading that they had to do that because they, in order to get past the censors, it couldn't be like Germany and Hitler. It had to be mm. like, you know, made up. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, there is an intrigue. Uh, so it starts out in this delightful end. Uh, where there's been an avalanche, so the trains can't leave, and the inn is crowded. We were introduced to our um, main character. Um, um, what was her name? I don't remember. Oh, well, yeah. not Miss Roy. No, not Mrs. Iris Roy. Henderson. Oh, who, Iris. Okay. Yeah, who has uh, been vacationing. She has a couple of girlfriends, but she's on her way back to England to marry some Charles, dude. some royal yeah. Yeah, yeah some royal because her father who is an american industrialist wants to have a oh he wanted to have a crest on whatever product he manufactures yeah. oh <laughs> yes. and, and she had already done everything else she'd had yeah, eaten she'd caviar done. and 
Yeah. She had, oh, so she might as well get so married. So she might as well get married. Yeah, she, she'd eaten caviar and con. Yeah. She, she had a few different and things and that she had done. I can't remember exactly. Yeah, she but. did have a list of things she'd done. That was Margaret Lockwood. And um, so uh, uh, we meet her. We meet a couple of Englishmen who are traveling together who are obsessed forced, with cricket. Obsessed with cricket. And oh, wait a minute. I want to talk about these two Englishmen. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. They had to share a double room with a, a twin bed. Uh-huh. Okay, we know that. But when and we we, notice. we break in there, okay, they're in the twin bed. Bed. One of them has a pajama top on, and the other one does not have a pajama top on. I'm and then the other he and has the, one, the bottom. Yes, but but, yes, but there's a there, yeah. there's pajamas hanging. Yeah, on yeah the, there were pajamas a, hanging. And then so the guy gets out of bed without the pajama bottoms on, and I'm like, they were fucking right. I mean, it, I'm guessing so. Yeah, it definitely seemed that way. Boy. I guess that's how you code it in 1938. Mm-hmm. Hang the trousers up. Wow. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I couldn't figure out why the trousers were hanging, and I'm like, well, I guess they're fucking. Yeah, I guess so. Mm-hmm. Oh, Hitchcock. Anyway, fine. That's all. Well, and uh, and there's a lot of there's a lot of humorous hijinks. There's an older lady, uh, Madame Fro- Froy. Miss Froy. Miss Froy, played by Mary Whitty. May, Dame May Witty. Dame May Witty, yes. Which we know from Mrs. Miniver. And, oh, okay. And uh, there's also a musician on the street. And there's a musician upstairs played by uh, Michael Redgrave. He's there to keep to record um, Vanessa's dad. Traditional. It is Vanessa's dad. Oh, okay, dad. yeah. Definitely. So of the Redgrave family. Yes. Yeah. Uh, he's there to record uh, native folk dances. Yeah. And he's got these three people dancing in his room making a ruckus mm-hmm. while he is playing a clarinet and recording it. And what I don't really understand is why he needs them to dance if he knows the <laughs> yeah. two. You know, they're no, dan- I, I thought no, he he was writing down the dance moves. Oh he wasn't How recording he do that it. and play the clarinet. Because he would play the clarinet. Watch them and watch them. They down. would stop and he would write them down. Well, we do get a, a kind of a full body view of them dancing, and there did not seem to be moves. Yeah, it just seemed to be like three people kicking yeah. and, and turning. It seemed like in a it, tight it, circle. Yeah, yeah, it seemed like midnight at the Spasta convention. Yeah. <laughs> and anyway, so of course that leads to um, our young heiress calling the the uh, manager of the hotel and oh, goes through the shot by shot <laughs> well i just thought it was this is their meet cue it's okay. their meet she has yeah. him kicked out of his room and he promptly comes and just walks into his her room and gets plans to get into bed with her unless she calls and gets his room back so yeah. now so of course he hates her and she hates him the lesson yeah. here is ladies lock your doors <laughs> if you're at a hotel <laughs> in a made-up country <laughs> Come on. Duh. Probably just lock your doors in general. Mm-hmm. If you lock your door, how does the servant get in to turn down your bed? The and... Servant would have a key. I know. Yeah, that was an interesting thing in the movie. And so then the next going day... on at that there hotel. Yeah, indeed. Now, I feel like we saw something questionable. We're at the train station, but I feel like there was something questionable that happened before. 
I can't remember, but it caught my well, mind. What oh, yeah, because there was a guy singing on the street, and Mae Whitty, who we think is a, is a, is a governess, uh -huh. is listening and, and, and all of that. Um, and she was the one that first complained about the folk dancing. Because right. I can't hear the music on the street. And so she, she, oh, she listens to the, more to the music it. on the street. Now do we now understand? And, but does the, and does then, the musician get taken away? And no, then yeah. some hands come in and shadow. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. what Strangle the musician. Yeah. But and not the, before she got the coded message. She got message. the coded message. Mm -hmm. yeah. Which you're jumping ahead, but yeah. We don't yeah. know that. She's a spy. She's a spy. She doesn't like to use that word. She though, doesn't right? like that word. Yeah. And so at the train station, she's looking for a bag, and um, young uh, Iris helps her, and uh, we see some uh, we see someone push like a planter out of a window, and it's aimed. We we know that it's aimed for the old lady, but it hits Iris instead. Oh, I think we do. <laughs> Boy, <laughs> boy, we didn't really pay much attention here, did we? It's hard to, to pay attention when you're sleeping. That's well, I, thought, I guess I thought I, it made sense to me that it was aimed for Iris because then I was like, well, how else would they be able to, like, say she's crazy? Because <laughs> she had to get a little bump on the head. Right. But I guess they wouldn't you, have had to know do that any of that absolutely no if sense. they had gotten the old lady from the beginning. Right. Exactly. I see. So anyway, so now Iris is on the train with uh, with uh, Miss Freud. Yeah. Who she, they go and they have tea. They come back to her room. She falls asleep. Which she, is bad if you have a concussion. I just have to state that. Like, don't, go, don't to go to sleep when you have a concussion. That's what tea. everybody was advising her to go to sleep. And I, I just yeah. don't agree with that move. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so... She wakes up and Mrs. Freud is gone. Yeah. And not only that, everyone insists there was never a Mrs. Freud. To begin with. Yeah. Everybody. Everybody. So she goes searching for her. And who does she find? The obnoxious clarinetist from upstairs. Who'd have thought that? The dad. And he, you know, quite quick to help her find uh, her friend and and anyway, there's a lot of delightful hijinks. There's a lot of talking about, well, this could never happen because we're British. <laughs> yes, <yeah. laughs> Which I thought was funny every time someone <laughs> made some allusion to that fact. <laughs> um, so, uh, and ultimately we find out Mrs. Foy has been driving. First off, she's Miss Foy. She's not married. Yeah, that's right. She was a governess. That's her cover story. She was a governess. Yeah. I also enjoyed that her description of the native people of this fictitious country. They like children. They just love to dance and sing. <laughs> <laughs> That's not condescending British yeah. much, is it? <laughs> so, yeah, it's a good movie. Good movie. Yeah, I really like that movie a lot. Um, yeah, nice shootout. Yeah, a oh, very long shootout. Train drought drama. Yeah. You know, the most of the movie was set on the train, except for the beginning bit in the mm -hmm. hotel. But both the hotel and the train were really fabulous sets, I thought. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I particularly like the, the James Bond type of action going from window to window on the train. Right. Mm -hmm. um, oh, and a train passed. The train passed. It, I, it actually scared me. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Uh, also, the model work. Yeah, it's yeah, kind of interesting because cool. 1938, so it opens on the scene, and it is obvious, obviously a model, 
but uh, we go in, we zoom in, and then we're in a window, and suddenly we're in an interior shot. That I thought it was a pretty nice transition. Yeah, yeah me for too. 1938, especially. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and his his camera angles are great. Oh yes, definitely. Yeah. Like uh, the part I noticed in particular was uh, when there were the two drinks, and the, and mm -hmm. the, the guy knew that he was trying to poison them, and they, they kept shooting those two cups from different angles, the two glasses. Um, yeah. I, I was really impressed with that. It was like he's telling you that these are poison, but he's not. Or he's well, showing you. He's not telling you. He, asked, he told us in the scene before that. I put something in there. He tells. Uh, I, I, only got, I only cut it after. <laughs> I, guess. I cut it during the, the shots, but. I think I was asleep. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! I thought I was. You know, once I woke up, I did figure out that they had been tried to be poisoned because I saw them pretending to be asleep. The camera oh, work yeah. was phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, it, throughout the movie, I really enjoyed the camera work. Yeah, I don't know much about you know making a movie. I've never tried mm -hmm. to make a movie, but it just seems that he was way ahead of his time. Mm -hmm. Or he, you know, at least he was a, of his time. He was of the best. Yeah. yeah. And this was in 1938. I don't think he had come to Hollywood yet. No, I don't Where, think so. Oh, he was in England. He was, he was in England. Yeah, yeah he, he had a career in England and yeah. then he came to Hollywood. Yeah, I think it was and Brief Encounter he came to Hollywood right after I that. I don't remember, but there are certain films that he had filmed in England that he remade. Oh. Um, I think uh, The Man Who Knew Too Much. Yeah, he remade that. Remade that, and I think there might be one other one. Hmm. So um, this one seems like, you know, the whole you're crazy. Um, the woman never existed. I feel like I've seen that before. Oh, well, I read uh, in the trivia that I think one of his Hitchcock presents what did a very similar oh, storyline. Yeah, and also um, it was like based on a. Uh, well, let me just pull it up so I don't like, sit here racking my brain to not even get it right. Um, in an interview in an interview with Peter Bogdanovich, Hitchcock revealed that the movie was inspired by the legend of an English woman who went with her daughter to a hotel in Paris. Uh, the woman was taken sick. They sent the girl across Paris to get some medicine uh, in a horse vehicle. So it took about four hours. When she came back, she said, how's my mother? And they're all like, what mother? Um, and her mom had the bubonic plague. And so they had to like, but they didn't want that to get out. Because then, so they just pretended like oh, she French. like didn't have a mother yeah. there, like yeah. Wow. Yeah. And so that and that that storyline formed the basis of a German movie, "So Long at the Fair," and an Alfred Alfred Hitchcock presents. Well, another way it's like also flight plan with Jodie Foster. Oh, is that you know her daughter's right? missing on the flight and everybody's like what daughter yeah, yeah. Oh. so i think that this theme know. has been repeated multiple yeah. times yeah well just the drama on a train is always good you know yeah he uses that a lot in uh, north by northwest there's that extended that's where is that i believe that's where Cary grant meets uh, uh eva marie saint yeah on the train because he is hiding from the spies mm. running from the spies so yeah, so, yeah. Uh, Hitchcock did the spy genre pretty fun. Yeah, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. Good choice, Sean. Thank you. I quite liked it. Uh, what's uh, we picked a movie for next week? Next week, um, the the pick the thing with this movie is you are gonna have to watch it here. 
Okay. Okay, because we have it on tape, but not tape, but oh, what's tape? DVD. DVD, <laughs> DVR. We have it on DVR, uh -huh. but it's not, I can't see it found anywhere else. Uh -huh. But since Broadway is reopening, I thought it would be appropriate for us to watch Sweet Smell of Success with Tony Curtis and Burt Lancaster. Okay. And Burt Lancaster plays an unscrupulous columnist, Broadway columnist. Okay. And Tony Curtis is a press agent. And at the at, at, under the beck and call of of Burt Lancaster, uh, it was uh, quite a good movie. Cool, but uh, you have to watch it. Okay, excellent, very good. Um, okay, we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll talk about what else we've been watching. And uh, bit adieu. And we are back. And uh, so, what have we been watching? Did you do watch anything while you were away? Yeah. Uh, I did. Actually, there's a couple of things I want to talk about. Okay. One is a podcast, um, the AMC podcast called, um, oh, I just had it up here, called The Plot Thickens. It's a Ben Mankiewicz host. I listened to the Peter Bogdanovich one. Mm -hmm. Well, this season is about Lucille Ball. Oh, oh entirely. Oh, that's fun. Yes. Oh. Uh -huh. So, uh and they're going to come out each week. And the first episode is called Jamestown because that's a town where she grew up in mm -hmm. upstate New York. Uh, but it's an inter, you know, so it's going to be her story. Cool. You know, and she was really quite a trail trailblazer. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. Um, I wonder if that's going to coincide. I think they're finally making the, the it bio. Comes, it comes out. It, oh, it, yeah. It'll come out this year. It's not Kate Blanchett, is it? No, it's Nicole fucking Kidman. Oh, oh right. wow. He's playing Lucille yeah. Ball. Uh -huh. For a long time, it was Kate Blanchett. It should be. I mean, yeah. you know, yes, Nicole Kidman can be funny, but, she, you know, and I don't think it's a comedy. It's an Eric Sorkin yeah. thing, but it, in, in, I think it's Javier Bardem. Uh, oh, oh okay. I don't know. Wow. Cool, yeah. though. Yeah. That's exciting. Well, the I would have cool. preferred Kate Blanchett. Yeah. I heard him or the makers of this podcast interviewed on uh, maybe Fresh Air or something, but they found, they discovered at Columbia, there had been some uh, interviews with uh, Lucille Ball that no one knew about for years. So uh, we're going to get to hear some recordings of interviews she made. And one of the things in the first episode, they, they talk about how, you know, like she had different parts of her life, her life with MGM, her life on television, her life after television as a producer. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, she, uh, they talk about how her voice changed because she loved to drink and smoke cigarettes. Oh. And so they you they give you a clip of her young voice, her middle-aged voice, and, and her old voice. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's today. Yeah. <laughs> um, there also a thing came up a couple of years ago is she had this radio show, okay. I think in the late 50s, early 60s, for a couple of years, where she basically would call her friends and they'd talk for an hour. Like, so there's an interview with- Like a podcast. With her, yeah, with her and like Frank Sinatra just huh. talking and, but she did all of these. I wow. forget where I read this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She basically made, uh, well- she, she, she created the sitcom. Right, but uh, in conjunction with Turner Classic Movies, who was the big host there forever? Robert was Osborne. Robert Osborne. He was an intern for her in Desilu Productions, and she took him under her wing and basically told him what to do. 
she's the reason he ever wrote a book because he knew all this memorabilia and uh he's she's the one who started him on his career that ultimately led him to turn she movies. did a lot for young women uh who had been raped oh really? right because she was raped as a young girl oh, wow and she started a center in los angeles for women huh. who were yeah she was a she was a great lady i'm i'm gonna always i'm gonna listen to that i'm gonna, podcast. I'm gonna listen to that yeah, podcast. called um, called the plot the thickens. plot thickens okay they did one between they yeah. did Peter Bogdanovich and then they did Luella Parsons, but that bored me. Yeah. Mm. Um, so anyway, check it out. The other thing I discovered in my travels it was uh, a Netflix show called How to Be a Cowboy, oh. which is really pretty entertaining. There's six episodes; they're all half an hour, and it's this guy. He he is he's a bull rider and he has a, a ranch down in in Texas. At the Radiator Springs Ranch, uh, but um, it's pretty humorous. It's him and his brother and their good buddy, who's this chubby cowboy. Then he uh, through his Instagram, people wanted to people from all over the world started following him, and a few of them reached out and wanted to be his intern. <laughs> so now he has interns. So there's his former oh intern. He is now hired full time uh -huh. on the ranch, and he has a new intern, <laughs> which is a young girl from South Carolina who's a bull rider. So uh, um, anyway, but they do uh, they do bull riding, but they also do ranching things. And I, I had, you know, I grew up on a cattle ranch. I'm sure everyone Who, really, yeah. <laughs> um, but they get all the ranching. Stuff. I thought it was a goat ranch. All the ranching stuff is is correct. I watched it. I made my brother and uh, my sister in law watch it, and they got a big kick out of it. So <laughs> it's pretty enjoyable. Okay. So check that out. Um, what else have you guys been watching? Well, we, well, you watched Ted Lasso right before you left, right? Yeah. Yes, Which we, we watched the finale of Ted Lasso. Yeah. I have, in the last 10 days, watched all of Ted Lasso. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you, well, because I didn't have well, good for Apple TV before oh, moving up with my cousin you. Megan, and I'm a huge fan. Huge yeah. fan. It's hard no. not to like that. I didn't, I didn't love the finale. <clears throat> I just didn't. I thought it was great. What did you not love? I'm still troubled by the whole Rebecca Sam thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, same. Um, what's what's wrong with the Rebecca Sam thing? It's just completely unprofessional, and she knows it. Yeah, and it, I don't think she would be doing Rebecca, it. Rebecca, it runs a multi-million dollar company, and yet the entire season, it was like her on Grinder or whatever you banter, go, banter, uh -huh. uh, you know, worrying about boys. And I find it really offensive for them to treat that character that way. Okay, I I kind of feel as though uh, Keely is a big influence upon that and that Rebecca spent her entire life running a multi-million dollar yeah, company. No, I, I'm fine that and, she's like on apps, but in no world would she allow herself to become involved the second she found out it was Sam. Right. No way. She I mean, would shut that down. she's a professional woman. I mean, she tried yeah. to shut it down. But yeah. she's she, also, for the yeah. first time, like following her emotions and her feelings a little bit more than being the cold bitch that I found her to be in the first season. Oh, I never found her to be a bitch. No, I found no, her to be no, a professional no, woman. Yeah, same. <laughs> yeah. Same. I mean, yes, she did lie and she needed the, to. The lying and the, to get that and trying to get revenge. Yeah, and that but a guy thing would, and we wouldn't call a guy a bitch if he did that. Yeah. No, we wouldn't. Yeah. We would just not call I, a I would, guy a bitch. Like I that. would absolutely call a guy a bitch if he behaved you that way. You'd call him an asshole. But I don't think you would judge him as harshly no. as I, I don't think I'm, I just ju I don't feel think I'm judging. She her. deserves 
as a character, she deserves better treatment than that. I also have a problem with the whole Ted's father committing suicide. You know, we had finally the buildup was like a six minute scene with Sharon and then Sharon's gone and we never talk about the the suicide again for the next two episodes. It seems to just, she cured him in six minutes? What? I, I, it just, it just, it seems, it's sloppy. And well, I do think that is probably being set up to continue into season three. I don't know. I mean, it kind of, it kind of like a wave. It was like two episodes, you know, he had, had Pat suddenly has panic attacks after yeah. two episodes, two episodes. We come to the wave there, it crests and now it's gone. The other thing is, I think that the Nate thing went from interesting to talk cartoonish. Um, he mm. became this this kind of cartoon villain so much so that his hair has gone gray, yeah, the, like the, the Anna Paquin in X Men. Yeah, I agree and, about the hair going gray, but I also, but I do think that I don't. But other, I don't think they were treating it cartoonishly. Otherwise, I don't. Didn't believe a word he said when he yelled at Ted. Oh, I did. Didn't, I did. Didn't. I didn't. I, yeah. Go for it. I just. Yeah. Thought it was just too bummy. And the other thing is Keely and Roy. We know how much I love both those. Those. I don't know what is you know, happening there? Well. I'm sorry, but it was, you know, Roy to just surprise her with a six week vacation. It's just, you know, you got to talk about that before you go. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he is that clueless. I just felt that while I loved Mm. Ted Lasso, I just felt they just started to get sloppy as writers. And I I, I think they're like, I want to do this. I want to do this. And they had a Bible of where, how to get there. And they just didn't do it as well as they should have. Mm. And I must also point out, I had predictions about how it was ending and it was totally wrong. Yeah, I was did. like totally completely wrong. Yeah. I frankly kind of like my ending better, but that's beside the point. Well, um, anyway, that's how my eye feel. I'm yeah. st- I would never not watch the show, still love it. I just think they could have done a lot better. I wonder if one of the issues is they don't always know how many seasons they're getting. They do know no, how many know. seasons. They, they do know? Yeah. How many are they getting? No, no, hold on. First off, Ted Lasso, when it came on, it became this huge right. hit. No, it's it puts Apple TV on the map. They can have as many seasons yeah. as they want. And they, at that time, a year ago, said, we are going to have four. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. Now, they did say think it was going to be four 10-episode seasons. Right. And Apple did say, we need 12. Right, so but so we had those two, two weirdo outlier yeah. uh, episodes, which is fine. I can accept that. Yeah, but um, you know they knew they knew where they're going. I just think that they could do it better. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not as good. It's not as good. It's not as solid as the first season at all. Um, yeah. Is there a series where the second season? It is Frasier is was good like for a, eleven years. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I was wondering if there was like a if there was twenty three episodes. If there per was, year. yeah, yeah. If Fra- there was like a shining star, like the second Frasier. season outshining the. Yeah, I'm sure I could think of Mom. Oh, I didn't watch that. Mom got. I mean, we stopped watching it after like five years, but um, Mom found its footing. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of a lot of yeah. shows get better. Yeah. Um, well, you know, Seinfeld, it took a couple of years for it to catch on. I'm yeah. sure, I, th- I bet your friends got better. No, but I mean more like, I mean more of like a a show that was good from the beginning. 
And then, and, and then you all. I think we just were like, talking about oh, Friends and Seinfeld. And, yeah, but you know they, they were they good were from the beginning. From the yeah, beginning. okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. But it doesn't necessarily Friends was, mean Friends they was good from the very numbers. first episode. Yeah, they just clicked. Yeah. I, 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 maybe, I maybe missed clicked. Friends and Seinfeld. Yeah. Uh, I did watch a show about uh, uh, Frasier, like how they wrote that show and mm-hmm. how it came to be, and. Um, they had given Kelsey Grammer an option, and he said, "Yeah, let's let's go for it." And uh, that uh, most of the cast were like their dream cast, you know, like like mm. you know, let's. Uh, they wanted, of course, Frazier, but they wanted uh, the guy who played his dad. Where um, do they find um, who played Niles? The only one Dave they had a David Hyde Pierce. Where do they find him? They had uh, someone had seen him in a play. And uh, when they were casting, the casting, you know, mentioned him and they went to see him. They're like, oh, my God, he could be his brother. Uh-huh. And uh, the only one that they uh, did a big casting for is Roz, the producer. Oh, yeah, because well, it was, wasn't it Lisa, originally Lisa, Lisa Kudrow? Lisa was going yeah. to do it originally, yep. but she did Friends instead. No, I think she even filmed a couple episodes, right? She, like, well, I think she, the yeah. big, it came down to her and Lisa Kudrow. Yeah. 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 But Jane Leeds was you know they wanted her yeah um, where did she come from i don't remember, I remember seeing her England, uh. yeah no but <laughs> i am going to spank you one of these days i'm one of these podcasts i'm going to pull you on my knee and just spank you <laughs> but yeah okay, it was, i think i watched it on youtube i watched a couple of uh uh biography docu uh documentaries uh while i was away i watched a, a really good documentary about divine oh uh-huh uh the, i must watch that on netflix mm-hmm. um it was very interesting where he came from and you know the tragedy of his life you mm-hmm. know dying of a heart attack the night before he started was going to start filming hairspray on, no oh uh, uh, Matt married with children. children. Oh, that's He's been right. Hired to be unmarried. It was, was going to be his real. Yeah. Okay. It was his real. Like no, he was not. He was going to be a man. Oh. His character was going to be a man. I always thought it was going to be Peg Bundy's mother. According to this thing, he was. It was. Um, he was going to play a male character. So it was like his first breakout as an actor. Uh, playing mm. the male character, hmm. huh. I could be. I could be wrong. He, I could be wrong. I, I mean, I don't know why. Uh, I think, that but was, uh, that was good. And then I watched the uh, Rita Moreno. Was oh, was it good? It was very good. Yeah, uh, a girl who just went for it. I think it's mm-hmm. called. Yeah, she's great. Yeah, yeah she's, she's so she's great. cool. She's another person who's you know had different parts of her career. Yep. You know, um, um, I watched two shows. Mm-hmm. I watched Squid Game. Uh huh. I was I haven't fine. Watched it, yet. it was perfectly fine. If you don't watch it, you're fine. Yeah. If you do watch it, you're fine. You know. I quite liked it. Oh yeah. I mean, it was not. I don't. I, I don't. It's not. I. You know, it's the number one uh, show on Netflix of all time, mm-hmm. and you expect it to be just better than. I think I went into it with. I didn't know that when I started uh, watching. That's it. why I watched it, and so I went into it with pretty low expectation or not low just not expecting much it just popped up on my feed and i was like let me check this out and yeah i really enjoyed it how many episodes nine nine and their hour or 40 minutes 40 minutes to an hour mm-hmm. i mean I, I liked it but i watched it all and i enjoyed i enjoyed it but I, I i was expecting more but the thing that i did watch 
is this show called On the Verge. Oh, the, and On the Verge better. is created by Julie Delpy, who's this wonderfully talented writer, director, actress from France. And she did a, a half hour TV show for Netflix about women in their 40s and 50s. The show is created by women. The show was written by women, produced by women, and usually directed by women. And I thought it was one of the most anti-female shows I have ever seen in my life. Wow. Julie Delpy's character is the successful um, uh, chef who is just, you know, constantly criticized and hammered by her husband and does nothing until the very last episode. Uh, Elizabeth Shue's character is turned, you know, she starts out as a designer, but we find out she's not really a designer. She's just the daughter of uh, this uh, rich family and she's high all the time. Mm. I thought that's what designers were. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> then there's Sarah Jones who wrote Bridge and Tunnel. Uh, you know, she's this annoyingly neurotic woman who used to work in politics, but then married a rich guy and had a baby. And now she's a stay-at-home mom. And she's like really super uh, obnoxiously uh, neurotic. And then in like season eight, she turns out to be a spy. <laughs> Spoiler and, alert. And, uh, yeah. I'm <laughs> and, and then there's this uh, 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 another French woman who plays an American who who is there. They're, they're all friends, and she's the other four. She has three children from three different husbands, conveniently one black, one Latin, and one Asian. And Ooh. she doesn't seem to work, is always That's what trying we call to call a sampler. <laughs> she was always trying to find something new and stuff. And it's it's like these women are just pathetic and awful, and you know, you know, they, they can be successful, but. You know, they, I, I was just shocked. And I watched all 12 episodes uh -huh. in two days, uh -huh. you know, I, thinking it was going to get better. And it, and then I just was kind of like watching it like a car accident. Uh -huh. And I'm just shocked at how, what bad representations of, of, of women in their 40s and 50s by women in 40s and 50s. <laughs> she, she gave a great interview with Mark Maron. It was a really good podcast to listen to. Well, she's phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and I don't remember her. I don't really remember what she said about the show. I mean, they talked about it a little bit, but I wonder. I, but I do feel like she kind of acknowledged, like, that they were not likable women, you know, and that, that she kind of, like, likes playing with, you know, the, yeah. the whole, like, unlikability. At one point... Uh, Julie Delpy plays the restaurant owner, and at one point, one of the people who works at the restaurant comes back and the kid and says, "You never got home. Believe who's here." And, and he said, and, and she's like, "Who?" And he's like, "Oh, ah, it's that French woman. It's that French actress, uh, Juliet, Juliet, she goes, Julia Binoche." And he's like, "No, Julie Delpy." And and she's like, "Julie Delpy." And she goes out, and she's playing Julie Delpy. And but the, 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 the Julie Delpy is really glamorous, and, you know, has all this makeup on, and is a real bitch. That was cute and funny, but it was like, what is why why are you suddenly doing something like this in the tenth episode? Hmm. Um, and you know, it's, it's like, why is Sarah Jones suddenly talking Arabic and and 
and dealing with the CIA. And then it turns out, oh, the CIA just was checking on her husband. And then it says, oh, yeah, nothing's wrong. Never mind. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Like, oh, it, it sounds like another writer room where it's like, oh, it'd be funny if she did. But this. there is not. I mean, the, she, Julie Gelby wrote all of, all, all of them. Her and, and the woman who plays the, the other French woman. Yeah, the yeah. really awful, awful. I mean, so much so, social services should take her children. Well, I got to say, you know, I I have similar feelings about uh, The Last Man, why The Last Man Standing, mm -hmm. you know, because it's this post-apocalyptic yeah. world run by women. And I don't feel like we have any truly great women I characters. love 335, though. I love her, but she, she is... Very flawed. She's very flawed. Is that the uh, one played by? She's um, the one I love. Also, the woman like Ashley Romans is her, the actress. Oh no, that's I not. I just think okay. she's phenomenal. Um, I, I agree. love. She's um, the only one in the show I really enjoy. Di uh, the uh, president. Um, Diane Lane. I love Diane, Diane Lane. She. Yeah. I think she's a good character, but boy, Amber uh, Tamblyn. Amber Tamblyn is great on the show. She's the daughter of the former president. Yeah. She was. Well, she. I just feel like yeah, she, she really went off the deep end this in this week's. I'm not caught well, up. She's going to. Yeah. I mean, right. Yeah. You're not caught up. So. No, I, I watched I'm maybe the first yet. six or so episodes. There's only seven, so you're almost there. Okay. Yeah. Comes out on Mondays. Okay. Maybe I'm, only five, maybe I'm only in five episodes. No, I'm not then. here tomorrow. I haven't watched one since I've been here in New York. I watched them all before I got here. So maybe oh, four or oh. five episodes I've watched. Well, uh -huh. them, yeah. Yeah. Tomorrow night is our benefit. So, no. Oh. Oh. So you got to dress up. I don't have dress up clothes. I don't own dress up clothes. <laughs> Nor do I. You don't have a jacket? I have a jacket. Yeah. It's not, you know, but it's like, you know, I don't. Like Wayne Brady and Titus Burgess and Bonnie McGinn, um, Bonnie Milligan. Who's Bonnie Milligan? She was oh, in she's Head Over Heels. Uh -huh. she's, she's a, just she's a, a large oh, girl. That. Oh, okay, she's, okay. She's okay, really okay. Right. And yeah. she's a spectacular singer. Yeah. 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 Titus Burgess and Andre DeShields and Tony Leone. Oh, um, and you didn't have to take me? No, I'm working. I'm going to be sitting at the front desk going, Hi. Okay. Come on. In. Hi. Oh. Come on. Oh, you, yes, I'm that guy. Yes. <laughs> uh -huh. Checking those back statuses. Oh, I'll probably have to do that. Yeah, too. you probably will. I'm going to need to see your ID, Titus. <laughs> He'll be there before I get the door. Okay. He'll be coming in with a handler. So I love showing my ID. Yeah. Yeah, me too. And now I got my third shot. I didn't have to show it one time on my trip to Texas and New Mexico. Shocking. What a shock. <laughs> what a shock. What a shock. Amarillo is like, you know, no one even wears masks. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't um, think I would wear if I was in Amarillo. I only wear a mask because I'm told to. And I Yeah, I wear the mask. You know, you I would wear it, it I would indoors. wear it the sun. I don't wear it if I would just go into a store. No, but in Amarillo? Oh yeah, actually I would triple up on the mask in Amarillo. Yeah. yeah. yeah I would also wear a condom even if I wanted to. <laughs> just just because. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Yeah, I mean if yeah, like Oh, I never thought about that. Yeah, that's yeah. where I could wear I That's where you stay should in a, be did stay in a murder hotel. A murder. What does that mean? Well, it's a hotel where you're like, 
I think murders happen here. Oh, not not that they actually did, and they're like making money off of it, kind of thing. No. Okay. <laughs> if you're going to commit a murder here, then we'll give you the murderer rate. How do people make money off no, of like, the fact that murders yeah, happen here? Right, exactly. Come stay at the murder hotel. <laughs> there was a famous murder that happened here. Yeah. I can see it. Yeah. No, I stayed at the La Quinta because when I'm not traveling with Mike, I'm like, oh, I don't need a fancy hotel. Because mm-hmm. I'm fancy. Because turns out I you do. take your jacket with you everywhere you go. I, <laughs> I do need a nice hotel. I checked in. I don't think I'm ever going to check into a place where your door opens to the outside again. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, and it was next to a Waffle House. Uh-huh. <laughs> so my door yeah, opened to that, the Waffle yeah. House. That's your thing. And yeah. I, the waffle house. I was like, I no, you're always staying and I'm like, oh, I wish I'd brought slippers. This carpet looks like Ooh, more than one person murder. has died on it. It's a little slimy. It's kind of yeah. crunchy. And, you know, you go into the bathroom and the tub is like ringed oh, in there's a bunch copper. of stains yeah. and yeah and i'm just like oh yeah no i don't i don't need this yeah. in my life so did you check out and go somewhere else no i stayed oh, the okay. night yeah and it was okay yeah uh but on my way back i stayed in a uh yeah, but you you were lucky enough after that you had all of those crabs to keep you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well and also you should not check into a place that on the Sign out front, it says, ask about our monthly rates. <laughs> yeah. You know. I mean, that might be better or worse than ask about our hourly rates. Yeah, so, well, this is true. Although that might be the implied by monthly rates saying, we have rates for non-traditional periods <laughs> right, of time. Right, right, right. <laughs> so what else have you two watched? Uh, Maddie got us started on Sensate. Because okay. I've never oh, watched Sense8 before. Mike watched that. Yeah. Did you watch all of it? No, I never. I didn't finish the second season. Oh, it's so good. It's like seriously one of my favorite shows. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. Or maybe I watched the second season, but I didn't watch the movie. Right. I'm actually confused on whether or not I watched the movie as well because I we were reading about it and I found out that there is a movie, but I'm wondering if it's at the end of the second season. That's how Netflix presents it. Okay, Even though so it was like a year or two years later, though. I was late yeah. getting to the show, and so I'm sure I must have watched the movie. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I absolutely just love that show. It's amazing for me, I, but I'm also a sci-fi nerd. I am too. Um, I, I What I love about that show is it's the Wachowski siblings I find they always just are constantly trying to, they're reaching for the moon, whatever Uh they do. Most of the time, they don't quite get there, but I appreciate the fact that they try harder than anybody else. I I absolutely Um, love them. Yeah. Certain things like Speed Racer (laughs) is a failure, but Jesus, they try hard. Okay. I'll Um, give you Speed Racer. Cloud Atlas. Does not totally succeed, but there is so much good in that the, movie. Absolutely, you I, um, I like your assessment of them. You know, Cloud Atlas. I was telling Megan the other night. I think you know the, one of the biggest drawbacks of that is the makeup, and I bet you they hired their friend. And it's like, oh, I wish they weren't left at home better because the makeup is the big problem with that. It's been a while since I've seen that one. I can't. Yeah. It's like Halle Berry. Everybody is, is, is six stories of different. Uh, eras and stuff, you know, all the way into the 21st century or 25th century. And Halle Berry has to play a white person, and Jim Sturgis has to play an Orient or an Asian person. I'm saying Orient. 
people. I know. Are you racist? Yeah, I guess. Uh, I didn't say, you know, well, I could change it. Halle Berry had to play an Occidental person, and Jim Sturgis had to play an Oriental person. There we go. That saved it. But, oh, there goes my chance of Jeopardy, which we watched. Oh, you watched. Oh, right. Yes. I didn't that think class. there was anything fishy about it. Yeah, well, what's the fishy thing? I just think he, there's no way he wouldn't have known the answer was Austria. Wait there's a second. no way. I, yes, there is. This is the PhD candidate for computer science who lost $15,000 when the answer was the Turing Prize. Yeah. Right. So, I don't know. Yes, he could have lost, and he wasn't going to win anyway. I so know. it's not like he was throwing it. Um, yeah. I think what happened is because he had a first, a, a, a relatively strong, but he didn't get the double jeopardy in the first round. Yeah, and then you know he didn't get either double jeopardy in the second round. Yeah, and he got and he was like getting nervous yeah. and got stuff wrong. Yeah, so that when he um, was in um, going oh, for final jeopardy, I think in his head was like, oh Christ, I'm gonna lose. I lost. I can't believe I lost. Yeah. Oh my God, I lost it. Uh, um, Poland. Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah. I, yeah. That it, yeah. I can believe that assessment. Yeah. It's too bad. I loved that guy. Yeah. I he was, was great. So, he was great. I wanted him to be the. Uh, Beat Ken Jennings. Yeah. Because I think yeah. Ken Jennings is the dick. Well, we'll get, 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 get ready for him. Well, I might, <laughs> you know, I could easily stop watching Jeopardy. Oh, I couldn't. Yeah. I it. Yeah. If I don't like Ken Jennings that much, I can see myself not watching it. It's not like. Wait, is Ken Jennings coming back? Yeah. He and Mayim are going to split. Split duties to before yeah. too long to host uh -huh. yeah oh i love her i, I oh, like yeah, her, I love too. her too uh but you know she has other commitments that they have to although work i did read an article i did read a yeah, very recent article in the time she wants it full time she wants she it should yeah. have it then. which i don't She's think awesome. was the case earlier or somehow but like, well but you know what i guess wanting we, it and being uh, able one, to do it are we never knew behind the scenes yeah which she's negotiating and you know you have to be careful what you say publicly and she said a lot of things publicly uh, yeah yeah you know yeah. you know yeah. you, you, uh, it's it's a trouble i'm not talking about that i meant just about her desire for the job yeah. and stuff. Wow. but yeah no yeah okay good has, point good point yeah yeah but uh yeah no i think that i i would love it if she got it full time to wrap it up okay. so all Goodbye, right. everybody. We'll see you next week. Uh, what's the movie again? Sweet Smell of Success. Yes. Sweet Smell of Success. Uh, 1957. Something, something, 70, 30, apartment B65. Come over and watch. I don't know what you're addressing. I don't know what you're talking about. But anyway. Mike invited everybody. Everybody, over come on watch. over and watch it. Come over and watch. Yes, if yes. You can send me about our address. Send me your bagel order. Well, have a great week. <laughs> And uh, we'll talk to you next time on Bye. Two Queens and Two, two Whats. <laughs> we, we can I no, make let's not, let's not. We are back. <laughs> oh, and we, are back. Oh, we no. did not talk about Project Runway, and we have extremely strong Opinion. opinions. Although they all seem to be aligned, so we're not going to really well, be wait fighting. I still want to know to the world, because all the people, thousands upon thousands of people listening, someone tell me how I didn't know that... Uh, Carly Clausen or whatever her name Carly is. Carly Clausen. Oh, it wasn't coming back. They were not having a hostess anymore. Oh yeah, I I talked about this. I went to 
to some friends for dinner last night and we talked about this first of all i didn't even realize that she was gone because so she obviously didn't really like make a mark with me on previous seasons well i really loved um, her. i really liked her but, a lot. but apparently she's going to be in and out so she must oh, so be doing other shit. Yeah, doing, yeah, okay. but well, she'll be around. Her. Hopefully, but, yeah. Well, I think they could have gotten Naomi the, Campbell, or, or like gotten her for the first episode. <laughs> you would think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But 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 I but I as I understand, she'll be she'll be coming in and out. Well, I thought that was bizarre. Yeah. And then all right, so we're saying okay, the so they, one with it was bones. the color wheel, and there was the warm team and the cool team, and they had to make yeah whatever. But that guy Bones is like. He, he's an annoying human being, but you know the day before the the judging, he's like, "Not no one here say I'm the leader." Uh-huh. And then when they won, they're like, "Who's the leader?" And his hand goes right yeah. yeah. like, "You sleazy yeah. little." Yeah. Friend. No. But he was the leader, and he deserved to win. Yeah. Although the whole yeah. you know he, he created two looks because the one guy's look he wasn't pulling off, and he goes, "I'm just going to make another dress just in case." Yeah. And they were like, oh, we're going with your dress. And it was in the top three looks. It has saved the entire team, I think. If you take that dress out, then they... I don't know. No, I, didn't, I, don't I think was that not impressed with that dress. Because Me neither. Why? It was I, well, so there was that Israeli basic. guy on there like many years ago that used to do shit like that all the time. Uh-huh. And it was so much better. Yeah. No, I thought that was a beautiful dress. It was I, fine, but yeah, exactly, I've seen it yeah, before. But it was, it, it I'm was on nothing that. to it. How could there be anything to it? He made it in an hour. Well, I mean, it was very hour. well that constructed. You know but... what? That it it does not about the time. I thought it was beautiful. I thought the that thing ruffled down the one side. I thought that was a unique look because yeah. that's how they sewed. That I mean, it was. Just... I understand why, but I thought it looked fabulous. Huh. I thought it moved beautifully. Um, you know, compared to the other things on the runway, I thought you know, I like the red uh, the, the Mississippi wood. pants. Well, yeah, well, that was too. that was where I, I was thought at that. Too. I thought the uh, the top with the different um, like straps, strap and buckle type you know, of things. I thought I thought it was really cool, mm-hmm. and it didn't make and the top three. But Megan and I both agree with you on that. That like, wow. Well, and, and then, then at the, the bottom, bottom, the girl who had the she did not go home, right? No, she did the black girl. Um, with chastity, I think went chastity. Home. No, she, no, she didn't go. No, no, it was the it New York girl that went home. Like, oh, right, yeah. Cece or something like that. Oh, what did her dress look like? She she did, was the coat. Yes, yeah, she did oh, the trench. Yeah. The, the lilac trench or lavender trench. But I did not the dress made out of that bathrobe. Yeah, it was material. really bad. But yeah. um, you know, the black girl who, who did the um, pantsuit, I didn't think that was that bad. I'm all. By the way, I should point out that I am always wrong. Oh, about what about, is what, what, what is good about what's going to be the in the judges. bottom or the top? Yeah, I'm always wrong, as you can tell from my fashion. But um, yeah, I was like, why is she not? And it, yeah. it, it was two separate colors, and you're supposed to be monochromatic. What the well, the one who didn't even get into yeah, the bottom? I think right. her name's Megan. Megan, yeah. and she she talked about how she likes to design for for curvy bodies. Yeah, and that was the most hideous <laughs> yeah. dress. I'm like, it's like, yeah. oh, when you say you design for uh, large bodies, do you design to make them look terrible? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, it was awful. And it didn't yeah, even make the so bottom bad. three. It was like, it was yeah. like slumped shoulders and then, then, and, uh, and very then like thin a, fabric yeah, that, that, you know, you just saw. Just wasn't great at all. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. can see the any butt, belly button. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was. was yeah, and then she yeah. wasn't even in the bottom. Yeah, it was wild. Well, not sure how that happened. Yeah. And back to Bones, who won. 
oh my God, would he like in the first episode, you're going to call out Christian Seriano. He goes, well, you know, opinions that aren't us. Where he's there and he can hear you. And I'm like, dude. Yeah, that was. There was, that, there was somebody who said, you know, he is the most successful winner of Project Runway in ever. Ever. Yeah. yeah. I did Perhaps he that. knows something that yeah. we yeah. don't. Back at the townhouse, they told him, like, dude, if he wants to give advice, listen to your advice. Yeah. Well, and you don't have to take it, yeah. but you have to listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> like, and the other thing is, <laughs> have you not watched this show? Everyone who doesn't listen to, to, to Christian or Tim goes home. Yeah, it's because they aren't just talking out their ass. It's yeah. because they have experience and... But you know. to his credit, he did make, in fact, three dresses because he made one for himself also. That was ugly. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Well, and he won. Right. No, I get that. No, he still he, he, he is very talented. Who is great. But, okay, well, this is an important thing. You know, it takes more than talent to be a success. Yeah, and you absolutely. cannot be an unknown, talented asshole. Mm. You don't get to go anywhere because no one wants to work with you. Yeah, you can't really be the asshole until you're already there, established. Yeah, because no one wants to work with that. It doesn't matter what you're. So you have to hide industry. being an asshole until you make it. Well, and then you can be full on asshole. Well, it's more or less. More or less, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's right. You know, because. Uh, Life is about getting along with people, you know, uh, and, you know, if you want to be an asshole and do things your own way, enjoy your life being isolated and thinking the whole world's wrong but you, <laughs> you know, guess what? You know, it's not a recipe for success. Well, so, it worked for Trump. Well, he was he was born with the you know golden he was, foot. He in was his our, mouth. yeah. He was and he also he like born. massively cheated his way there. So I, I yeah, wasn't you. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although my jokes so. tonight have been awful, so I apologize to the entire So anything else about Project Runway? This is your little bonus project, right? Yeah. Rant. <laughs> yeah. But we're excited that it's back. It's Chris, Christian's so funny. Christian yeah, he's is great. great. Yeah. He goes, Okay, and these are cohesive. Why <laughs> a bow? Okay. Do, did you guys? Do we also get Bake Off in this segment? Or you guys? Didn't yeah, watch we didn't it? watch they it. Didn't, they didn't, they're they not caught up. Okay, I'll, I'll keep them out. And it will never off. elicit as much passion for me as Project Runway. Well, it will for me. But uh, Bake Off is my original. Uh, when it comes to competition reality shows. That was my very first. Okay. My first was Top Chef, I think. Amazing well, Race. Amazing Race. You know, you never forget your first. I've caught, I've caught up to all these with Top Chef and Amazing Race. I love them. Maybe even, no, probably not more than Bake Off. Bake Off was my first that I actually was like, I'm going to sit down. First? It's only been on for what, five years? What, no. Bake Off? No. I know it's more. Bre but, British Bake Off? Yeah, but. But he United was in England. Oh, I wasn't okay. in yeah. England when it came out, but I somehow got, oh, you're, you yeah, live we in England. Somebody we were, showed it to me before it came to America. Yeah, we were two or three or more years more year, before I it came to the more. U.S. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. This yeah. is season nine, so the most we've had is for five years. I think yeah. it's season 11. This is, yeah, I don't think this is season nine. I think it's season nine. nine. Well, anyway, until next week, <laughs> gentle listener, thank you for tuning <laughs> in. Listener. What about Sunday night? Yeah, we're we're waiting for her last. Uh, I think she got she went to work. I told her that she didn't have to file it last week because we oh, were doing right, right, right. And that was her final week. Yeah, that was her final week. And they She's, weren't like her. Yeah, actually, I can give you an update. No, the she had a delightful time with her parents. She put them on a train home. 
And um, so now she is working in Pittsburgh and living in her RV. So how, I wonder how long well, the train is from Pittsburgh to Albuquerque. Albuquerque. I think it's two days. Well, they got a sleeper car. I wonder how many they do. They okay. have to if change. you have a sleeper car, that's such a pleasant trip. You probably only have to change once. And Chicago. I have a feeling it's Chicago. Yeah. Chicago, yes. yeah. Chicago, Albuquerque. It's going to be kind of, I don't know. I, I always remember that Sex in the City episode where they took a train and it was miserable. Mm. I took the train I here when I moved. I didn't take a sleeper. I wish I had. I enjoy the Amtrak. Not quite as much as the TGV in France. But well, I do enjoy the Amtrak. I've, I've taken, I've just never taken a sleeper. I did in Egypt. <laughs> I have not wow, had a sleeper crazy. either. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. It was, it slept well, actually. Yeah. yeah. Now from where to where? Cairo to. Man. Close Alexandria. to Abu Simbel. She no, was, she was no, that's like a, the, the, Those aren't that far apart. That was just a drive. Dang, let me look at a map of Egypt. Map of you have a sleeper just in Egypt. Yeah, yeah, it was Cairo to to. Um... Egypt seems quite big. Yeah, but I would still think it would. I guess it. I have never. Well, I think you probably want to sleep. Maybe it was <laughs> Aswan. Is that possible? Maybe it was Cairo to. Aswan. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. How long yeah. was the trip? Uh. Just one night, just one overnight. So, so you got on like ten and you arrived. Yeah, something like that at like like lunchtime or late morning. Something. That's a long yeah. time on a train, though. Well, I don't think we were going that fast. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, that was interesting. We'll talk to you next week. <laughs> bye bye. bye. <laughs>